Good afternoon. It's uh, May the 12th or 13th, 2023. And uh, Jeremy with the Christmas Tree Farming Podcast, uh, located here in Central Kentucky. <clears throat> been about a month since our last podcast. And it's just a little bit more of the same old same. Uh, what we've done in late April, early May. Let's see. We have finished planting. I don't know if we were at that point last time, but we have we have finished planting uh, spring, and we finished at least ninety five percent finished uh, planting bare roots in the greenhouse or upsizing pots in the greenhouse. We still still got some to do, but I'm not in a big rush to do that because they're in the greenhouse and already under the shade cloth. So we're not can pretty much do that anytime um but needs to be done in the next couple weeks um out in the fields we sprayed we did our uh pre-emergent herbicide spray that was mixed with a little bit of ammonium sulfate to just we pretty much add that to everything but it helps us with the fertilizer as well a little bit uh, also went through <clears throat> all of our fields that were at least one year old planted, which is two fields. Um, we we went ahead and did a manu- manual granular between two to four ounces uh, granular, pretty much just a triple 19 with a little extra um, ammonium sulfate added in. Uh, sprinkle that around the, the drip line of each tree. We, um, when I was doing my herbicide there, just like the year prior, we had the, uh, spruce that buds out prior to the firs and it's a Meyer spruce and some of the blue spruce, but primarily the Meyer, Meyer and, um, what is it? Black Hill spruce. They actually, uh, bud out, whirl out there, um, little bit earlier so there was an area that i could not uh, mechanically spray meaning i couldn't hit them with the tractor i had to kind of spot spray with the tractor and that area is now evident right we've got uh that area has a little bit more that's growing up in the rows grass and nutsedge and some other things so this week i'm going to take the backpack sprayer uh, which you know we upgraded that to the battery operated backpack sprayer so it makes it a lot easier but you do still have to carry the weight around on your back but it is only like a, a four gallon i think but i only ever probably do two or three gallons in it so it's not super heavy i'm gonna go back and spot spray <clears throat> that uh i'd say 10 rows we've got rough, roughly that need to get uh sprayed a little bit better than the initial spot spray with the tractor um so that'll help clean some of that up. I will, you know, add a little glyphosate in there. Again, I'm not trying to hit the tree at all. Um, I'm going to pick a morning or a night before either dusk or dawn where the wind's not too bad. And I'm going to I'm going to go in there and, and spray around each one in rows and just try to uh, get the pre-emergent down just so we have it. And then and just burn down some stuff with the, with the glyphosate there. Uh, we've got some sedge killer as well out I put a little one gram amount per spray tank of that in there as well. And it seems like it's such a small amount that it doesn't do anything, uh, but it does seem to help. So I'm going to want to stay with that one gram per 
on the backpack sprayer load there. Um, I think it's one gram, one little teeny tiny scoop that comes with it. Sedge hammer. Uh, get that, get that going. Uh, had to mow for the first time last. Uh, I said last week, but three days, just a few days ago. So this week, Monday or Tuesday, mowed the fields for the first time. Again, weed management is a lot better now that we've gotten on this fall, spring, and summer kind of split application method. Uh, it's carrying over more. Uh, you know, there's really not a lot you can do for like midsummer growth. You know, just rely on your pre-emergence and your burn downs on off-season times. If you keep at it, there it, it limits the amount of weed seed, grass seed that's in rows, and it makes it a you know it's making it a lot better. I can definitely see the reaping the rewards now. Of stuff we've been doing for the last two years, it's now starting to come into fruition, and because of that, now. I've already opened up the field that we're planting next spring and it is it is already uh, in the process. It's already getting sprayed. Uh, spring and fall, you know, it got sprayed this past fall and it's getting sprayed again and again. So it should be bare earth. You got subsoiled. It's going to get sprayed. It got sprayed for spring. It's going to get sprayed it'll get sprayed completely in summer because I don't have to worry about any of the trees because there's no trees there yet. And then in fall, it'll get it again. So it's just kind of getting, um, I guess prep work, right? So we're, we're hitting it with the fertilizers that we're hitting. We're hitting it with the pre-emergence. So it, when it comes time to plant, it should be a really good surface there, at least weed free, uh, mostly grass free, uh, strips there in row. And we're really just trying to bring up the grass between the rows my sprayer is not so dialed in and it's not as low to the ground as some of the other systems that I've seen. People, you know, they have the really nice spray nozzles that angle just perfectly and they really literally just spray the, the two foot strip down the middle where mine is a little bit, little bit more wild. It's, it's, a, it's a boom sprayer. They call it a burst sprayer on the ends of the, so it sprays significantly more material and overspray, you know, so I, got to be a little bit more careful on my timing uh, probably something we're going to improve on in the coming years but for right now it's working but it is killing more than we actually need to kill i would say it's killing i go down each side and it's probably killing double what we need to kill so instead of having like a four foot piece of grass down the middle we're, we're left with like two or three foot piece of grass down the middle but anyway it's it appears to be working um We've got growth on all of the spring, previous fall planted and spring planted uh, trees that we've got growth that's coming out. I would say the Nordman is out as well as the Canane, Turkish. Some of it still has not budded out yet. Some of it has. Um, the baby blue spruce that we had, it is already, um, you know, budded growth out big time you know the growth on that is already at three or four inches the colorado regular colorado spruce that we planted which were spring transplant they have not uh budded out yet but it i am seeing bud swell and, and some of them are kind of breaking or whirl swell whatever it is it so they're a little bit delayed uh, but it's to be expected because those didn't come from my greenhouse those came from somewhere else and they were probably lifted and kept at 35 degrees until they shipped them to me 
so they did not get any of the uh, February, March, April weather here in Kentucky where the soil was already warmed up. So it's to be expected. Um, so that's that. Um, we have the chestnut trees all seeded. I have one more batch. We got the chestnuts, persimmons, and pawpaw trees. We don't have as many of those. Uh, got a batch of seed uh, online, and none of it germinated. So that is, you know, it's part of the gig when you buy. So if you're into germinating your own seeds and doing all the stratification and all that, just know that failure is part of it for sure. Um, like I said, I, I bought these pawpaw seedlings, or seeds, I should say. They, they said they were pre-stratified, so all you have to do is plant them, and uh, they they were obviously not um i'm not sure what happened but we planted about 96 of them and a zero is a number that germinated and popped up this spring so um they did get you know great great guy they did go ahead and give us a refund and you know they don't know what's wrong with them but anyway we uh we do all, we still have some uh paw paw seedlings that we get and we just we uh we pot those and and use those here on our own farm and we sell just a, a few um but i don't buy seedlings usually to turn around and and, and sell those because there's just not a there's not a ton of money in that because bare root seedlings for that kind of stuff still gonna run you two or three dollars each and if you know a pawpaw seedling you might sell for five or six by the time you pot it put dirt in it you really didn't really make any money on it um we buy them to plant on our own farm that way to cut out the first year and a half two years um, but we sell the seedlings and from seed that we grow. Um, it's just more economical to sell it that way. What else do we got? What we got coming up? Uh, I seen that the Mid-America Christmas Tree uh, Association meeting posted their, their timetable there. I don't want to quote the exact times and stuff. I'll probably uh, talk about that next time when I'm a little bit more prepared. But they, uh, I know it's coming up. It's in summer. Uh, it's probably about five and a half hours from me, which is probably within a range of something I might attend. So I'm going to look at it. If it's not interfering with work or a vacation, I may attend the Mid-America again this year, which will be the first time in a few years that I've went. Uh, and that's it. I hope everybody's uh, having a good growing season, getting getting their mowers ready to go and uh, – and from someone that posted on Facebook, I'm sorry for your loss from your landscape uh, company there, uh, weed eating around all of your Christmas trees and girdling them. I hope they, I hope they survive. But I think we've all been there. Definitely, you don't want to be weed eating around your Christmas trees. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.